Radio Mano Papachango. of Tangentially Speaking. It's a mini episode. This is going to be a small one. I just want to uh, take this opportunity. Really, the purpose of this episode is to tell you what you're missing if you haven't gone to Substack and, and signed up. You can sign up for free. You can do it for free. All we need is an email address. Uh, I just posted a thing about a week ago, an essay about why I podcast. Why do I do this? Why have I been doing this for 10 years since I was a young 50-year-old? It's an adaptation of an introduction I wrote to um, a book called Tendentially Reading, uh, which is uh, excerpts from some of my favorite episodes over the first, I think think we, we put that together about 250 episodes in or so. Um, you can order that book from my mom if you go to my website, uh, thatchrisryan.com. And uh, you can also order it on Amazon, of course. The ones my mom has are in full color. The ones on Amazon uh, are in full color if you are in the U.S., but if you're anywhere else, you get a, a grayscale. The photos are, are not in color. Anyway, the point is that I post these things on Substack and I just wanted to let those of you who only listen to the podcast know what's going on over there. So I'm going to read this. this. This will be in 540 episodes or whatever. This will be, I think, the first time I've ever read myself. Hmm. Interesting. I don't know if I've ever done that before. Um And um, the other thing I wanted to let you know is that I opened up uh, an open thread uh, for April. I just opened it up a few days ago. And there are already like, I don't know, 200 people on there talking. So if you don't know what an open thread is, and I didn't either, I guess it's sort of like a forum uh, set up when you've got a newsletter thing. So instead of there being, you know, instead of posting an article that lots of people comment on, uh, you just sort of say, here's the comment area. Um, so it's it's just kind of like a waiting room where there's no doctor, I guess, and you just go hang out and talk with other people. Um, some of the, the articles I've posted have 20, 30, 40 comments, so they're pretty active as well. Um, but this thing, it's just you open it up and it's a place where people can go and ask me questions, some of which I answer in writing uh I just check in and sort of uh, respond to people, some of which I will respond to in the next uh, Broma, uh, Bonus Roma, uh, where I do that monthly thing and I I talk about stuff that uh, people have asked me to talk about. And um, yeah, so it's it's a pretty cool place and you meet other people and you can organize get-togethers, you can do whatever you want. So all that's happening at chrisryan.substack.com. And then uh, this thing, which I'm about to read you, has photos. And I I think I've mentioned before that I'm sort of pulling back from Instagram 
and Twitter, and I'm using Substack for those outlets um, instead. So I'm posting things like this that have one, let's see, I'm scrolling through it, two, three, four, five photos in this essay that you are missing if you don't sign up at Substack.com. Anyway, so this is called Why Podcast? Question mark. Thoughts on a Conversational Revolution. And the first thing you see if you go there is uh, a photograph I took of the van with the tangentially speaking decal in the window. I think it's in Utah. It's in a red desert. And you can see that uh, the red dirt and the tires, it looks real macho and desert vehicle-like. Anyway, here we go. Revolutions are like dogs. The small ones make the most noise. Bombs explode, crowds chant, leaders proclaim, sirens wail, helicopters hover. But these loud revolutions often don't result in much real change. Meet the new boss, same as the old boss. But quiet revolutions, like truly dangerous dogs, tend not to announce their arrival. They sneak up on you. They come in all nonchalant and tsunami unstoppable. By the time you notice something's happening, it's too late to do anything about it. We live in a time that's begging for revolution. The old world is dead, and it's high time we buried the stinking corpse. The playwright Arthur Miller once said, an era can be considered over when its basic illusions have been exhausted. Look around. Our basic illusions lie sprawled about like spent marathon runners at the finish line. Wall Street is a safe place for your retirement fund. Ha! A university education is a ticket to prosperity. Right. Modern medicine makes us all healthier. Please. Government, religion, consumerism, the American dream. Wake the fuck up already. The invention of the printing press in 1440 resulted in the unprecedented spread of subversive ideas. This quiet technological tweak changed the world far more dramatically and lastingly than any number of bloody revolutions punctuated by screams, explosions, and angry speeches. I suspect that podcasting may one day be seen as an equally revolutionary... Whoops, I fucked up. I suspect that podcasting may one day be seen as equally revolutionary in its impact on the path of civilization, if not more so. While books are still somewhat expensive to produce and distribute almost 600 years later, podcasts cost nearly nothing, and distribution is effortless and immediate. I've been making this podcast for about a decade now, and I'm still amazed by the unobtrusive power of the process. I sit down, turn on a microphone, and push a few buttons. After an hour or two, I push another button, and it's done. Within a few days, the equivalent of a small stadium full of people may have listened. Big-shot podcasters like Dan Carlin, Joe Rogan, and Mark Maron are talking to the equivalent of entire towns, cities, or small nations. And because every episode is archived online, there's no telling how many minds will ultimately tap into these conversations. 
This reach is nearly free for the producer as well as the audience. All my podcasting gear cost me less than $1,000, plus the computer, which I already had. A hosting service runs about 20 bucks a month. No studio to rent. No technicians turning things on and off. No producers, assistants, or publicists required. Just me, a recorder, some microphones, a laptop, and often a guest. And because this process is so cheap, there's no need for big corporations to get involved, looking over my shoulder, telling me to avoid this word, skirt that issue, or disinvite a potentially controversial guest. My goal is simply to have a conversation that's as organic as possible with anyone who interests me. In addition to being so simple, podcasting is mobile. In addition to the U.S., I've recorded episodes in Thailand, Mexico, South Africa, Botswana, Guatemala, Costa Rica, Canada, Holland, Spain, and plenty of other countries I'm forgetting. I spend most summers living in Scarlett Johansson, my big red sprinter van, cruising around the western U.S., uploading episodes from cafes, libraries, restaurants, churches, and any place else that will let me use their Wi-Fi. At this point, I've entered, there's a really nice photo, one of my favorite photos of uh, Scarlett Johansson in the desert with a fire burning up against the desert rocks. I think, uh, I think I was camping out with Kyle Tierman when I took that photo near Joshua Tree. Back to the text. Tangentially speaking has revolutionized my own life. A lot of people seem to think of me as a writer, but I don't really love to write. I love having written, as they say, but I do love doing the podcast. During the age of COVID, I had to record a lot of episodes remotely, but I didn't like it. I missed the simple, essential joy of sharing physical space with my guest. Their eyes and body language hint at where the conversation can flow most naturally. There's an intimacy to good conversation, and I've never felt right just disconnecting abruptly after sharing that connection. Maybe that's why a lot of guests on the podcast have become close friends, ranging from actor-comedian Simon Rex to the Iceman Wim Hof to big-wave surfer Kyle Tierman to Callie Russell, who survived 92 days alone in the Arctic. I've met a lot of listeners as well, many of whom have, become, have also become permanent parts of my life. When he heard me talking about how I'd like to get a van, Oliver, an auto mechanic, reached out to offer his help in finding and outfitting it. Now he and his wife Cheryl are among my closest pals. And there's a photo of Oliver and Cheryl in the partially um, outfitted van while we were working on that. And then there's, uh, let's see, it says, On my first summer trip in the van in 2016, Jonathan, Gillen, and their pal Connor invited me to float down Montana's Flathead River with them, and we've been friends ever since. And then there's another photo of uh, Connor and Gillen and my friend Aaron and uh, Gillen and Jonathan's son, whose name I forget, but he's standing on the kitchen table looking like some kind of super badass. It's a really funny photo. And then I talk about Tom and Judy, who invited me to use their washing machine in Bend, Oregon that summer, and we ended up going to Burning Man together and are still very close friends. And then there's a photo of uh, Tom, Judy, and me wearing bizarre pimp 
pimp fur coats, fake fur, fake pimp. Yeah, weird photo. All right, and then uh, back to the text. I've met some of you in bars, supermarkets, gas stations, airports, walking down the street. Hell, backpackers recognize me on five separate occasions in a little town called Pai in northern Thailand. If it sounds like my tiny taste of fame has gone to my head, please forgive me. I'm just mystified by it, and I'm immensely grateful for it, too, because all the people I've met have been fantastic. What could be more enriching than something that brings a flow of quality people into our lives? So while I wouldn't presume to say exactly what listeners get from the podcast, I can tell you that I get a hell of a lot from it. Will podcasting add up to anything on a global scale? I don't know. But I'd love to hear your thoughts on the question in the comments below. In any case, it's clear that many of us are making radical changes in how we live on this planet, how we envision success, how we build and maintain community. Western civilization is long overdue for a cleansing, renewing revolution. And I'm convinced that the deepest revolutions sound a lot like unscripted, uncensored, uninhibited conversation. Here's hoping. Viva la revolution. So, that, if you want to see those photos, go to chrisryan.substack.com and click on the thing that says Why Podcast and you'll see the photos. Thanks for listening. Uh, This is just a reminder. Go check out Substack. Uh, they're super cool. I love the platform. I'm really enjoying it. And there's a lot going on over there. Thanks for listening to the podcast. Thanks for your attention, as always. Here's Carsey Blanton. Hope you're having a great day. He said, baby, what's a big deal? Feel what you want to feel. Say what you want to say. You're going to die one day. For example, I could kiss you just because I want to. What's the difference if you turn away? I'm gonna die one day. Why do you waste your time thinking about your reputation? Trying to meet an expectation, wondering what they're gonna say.
what's a big deal if you wanna be free? Say what you wanna feel. Spend the night with me. I'm gonna take you up in my arms, and if we must go down, we'll go singing to the smoke alarms. We'll dance into the ground. 